Welcome to a new episode of Saturday Soundbites, the vibrant and powerhouse podcast where we discuss all things visibility strategy, public relations, marketing, advertising, branding, and earned media engagement. My name is Veronica V. Sofer, and I'm your host. You know, your personal brand is the basis of your visibility strategy, and I'm committed to bringing you innovative, passionate, and successful experts who are going to teach you how to develop and enhance your visibility strategy. So whether you're an established business owner, online entrepreneur, or working professional, Saturday Soundbites is going to be your go-to podcast to hear from experts and learn executable tasks that you can start today. Be sure to check out my website, veronicavsofer.com, to learn more about what you need to have a strong and impactful visibility strategy, and to see some of the powerful courses I have created for those of you who are really ready to do it DIY style. So let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Saturday Sound Bites. I'm your host, Veronica Sofer, and I'm thrilled to be with you here because we talk all things I love, visibility strategy. We talk about how to get out there, get your brand out there, get some recognition. We talk about public relations, advertising, marketing, networking, and today we're going to talk about professional development and professional speakers and why it is that you and your organization need to bring in folks that have inspiring messages because we can be at the computer all day long. We can be connecting and networking and writing our brand articles and really staying on messaging and following our communications plan, but if we're not inspired and if we're not living in purpose, then we are not doing what we need to do. And with everything going on, especially my K-12 friends in education who are dealing with a lot, I thought this was a great time to just pause for a second and talk about something that's really, really important. And that's about getting centered and living in purpose and being a hero. So if you're listening on our podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. We want to make sure you don't miss any episodes when they drop. And if you're watching on Facebook, let us know where you're watching from so we can say hello. And if you have any questions for our guests, be sure to put them in there. We will go back to anyone that hashtags replay in the comments on Facebook so that we can both connect with you. So I don't want to waste any more of your time. I want to get your inspiration going. I want to get your mind moving in the right direction. So I'm going to bring on my amazing guest today. Please welcome Sir Amazing. Hello. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me on. I am excited to talk with you today. Great, great, great. I love your smile. I love your energy. <laughs> Tell us who you are and, and why it is you're doing what you're doing, because I I purposely paused on all of the very strategic advertising communication components to talk about living in purpose. And I knew you were the right person to bring in. Uh, so my name is Amy McKinney Jr., a.k.a. Sir Amazing. And I'm the author of Everyone Needs a Hero. Why Can't It Be You? And that is the message of my book. That is the message and my why of my purpose. And that is why the name is Amazing. Um, so my name is Ame, and the reason why I I look at Amazing because I'm really here to remind people how amazing every single one of us is. Mm. Uh, I mean, when you really take a sit, sit, uh, step back, excuse me, it's amazing that through COVID, you and I connected. Through COVID, teachers, students, families have shifted lifestyles that has actually brought them closer together. Like that's amazing during a pandemic where people are in so much pain, worry, angst. It's amazing to be that one sperm to connect through egg, through conception. Like there's a trillion of them, but we're all that one. And that's really my, my message that I try to share with people. And that's based off my 
childhood experiences and life experiences within the real world education and so on and so forth. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. That's exactly what we need to be hearing as so many people are starting back into some level of normalcy, whether it's virtual school or in-person-to-person school. So tell us a little bit about how you got started. So your name is a little different. Give us that story, right? Because everyone's like, is it on me? Is it a me? Like, where's the accent mark? Give us that. Okay. So uh, quick, quick breakdown of my name. So my name is actually French. Aime is French and it means love which I, uh, I, I, I know, I know. And I was born in February. Uh. Uh. <laughs> but uh, it's really cool to me because I have a Congolese and African-American background. So when it comes to my name, my dad, I'm junior. My dad says a May. My mom says a May. And then as everyone can see on the screen, some people call me Sir Amazing. <laughs> That's fantastic. I love it. I love it. Because people often, they'll, they'll ask me, how do you pronounce it? I'm like, well, there's one or two different ways. And let me just show you what he does. So good job for sharing that. So you, you clearly have a passion. What drove this passion to really connect? I mean, you're, you're a successful young man. You, you've, you're educated. Tell us that story that, that got you here. Cause you referenced how life provided you some some tools that you're able to now share with people and put, provide in your book. Absolutely. First time I ever did any speaking gig, I wanna shout out both my grandparents because they're connected to this story. I was four years old. My grandfather has MS. He held a scholarship for students with disabilities at Howard University when I was four years old. He's talking to the crowd and I'm an introverted four-year-old, which I talk about in my book, who when I went to my aunt's house, I wouldn't even ask for water. Like I just wouldn't talk. But that same four-year-old me went up to my grandfather, snatched the mic out of his hand and sings, I believe I can fly. And the whole, everyone there goes crazy. That was the first time I ever did any speaking gig. Mm -hmm. And Throughout my entire life, I realized I was giving speeches when I was in fifth grade. I was always a writer. I was always able to speak well. And I fast forward that to a story that really resonated with me recently with my grandmother. So my grandmother, my maternal, my maternal grandmother, this is my maternal grandfather I'm talking about. She passed away of esophageal cancer in 2010. And it was a really... We were really close. We had a very unique relationship. Our birthdays were very close. Um, and I wrote her a couple songs when I was in high school. We found out that she had cancer because we mm. found out in September of 2009, she had stage four cancer. She passed in April. Like it was quick, quick. You could just see the decline. And when I'm a senior, when I was a junior, when I first wrote her the first song, I tried out for the variety show. Didn't make it. Oh, after she passed, like in between, so in between October 09 and January of that next year, I wrote another song because by her birthday, her hair was really thin. She was really weak. She ends up passing and then roll around to the next school year. And I tried out again. But this time I merged the first song, the second song, and I made a remix off of a song, the song Power that was out at the time. And I do this and I dedicate it to my grandmother and I've got three to 500 people in there doing a power clap, power clap. And I'm just spilling my soul because the song's talking about my relationship with my grandmother, but then it's talking about political stuff, like all the power, like 
one of the lines that stood out to me was the power it took for my grandmother to vote. Mm. Like, like all the elements that come into being a black woman in America with voting rights, like it really hit deep. And that experience to me afterwards, people coming up to me and saying, son, you have a gift. You have a power. Do not lose it. Make sure you use it. Like all these things to me connected to where I am right now and my bachelor's degree in journalism, mass communication, winning the, the highest award for my major, the Bob Cooper Award for Broadcasting Excellence, to writing the book, which is something that I always wanted to do. And I used to tell myself when I was a kid, ironically, oh, you can't write a book until you're 30, because by that time you have like more life experiences. 28. <laughs> wrote, yeah. the, wrote the book when I was 26, released mm -hmm. it when I was 27. So uh, it, it all really connects to the whole message that I've been saying those everyone needs to hear or why can't it be you because even in those moments of me thinking so highly of my, my grandfather my grandmother or even me not thinking I could write a book it actually shows me being a hero in those moments and a lot of times we don't think about things in that way so that's why I'm trying to shift everything and I always think that all these things are one mm -hmm. wow that's so powerful and so amazing that you were, i mean i didn't mean to do that but i couldn't help it that it works. <laughs> it works that you were able to um that people were able to see that in you and then really really help you say you cannot not do this you cannot not do this like there was you had no choice your destiny was already it, it was it was done and you you owned it and you took it and i got to tell you for a journalism major you know, we don't always become part of the story. We're, we're trained to report and be neutral and, and be the storyteller, but you took it one step further. And I think that that's amazing. How, how does that show up for you now that, that you, you're a published author, best-selling author, you go into schools, you talk to teachers, you talk to kids. How does that show up for you every day? Oh, it's, we talk about purpose and understanding why we're here. So I recently, and that is a later time we'll talk more in depth about this. But I recently dealt with a serious, serious mental health situation. Serious. And my takeaway from it was I really am here for a reason. Mm. In my book, I talk about a situation that happened a couple of years ago where there was a gun to my head, a pistol to my head. The trigger was pulled and there were two bullets in the gun. Even when my mother gave birth to me, she called me her miracle baby because I was a baby that had a, uh, I guess she was eating good. <laughs> but uh, I, I almost didn't make it. So those are, that's three different scenarios where I could be gone, but I'm still here. And when the humility of it is 7.8 billion people on the planet who maybe not have that same story, but they have a similar situation. Um, so every single day, like I, I have on my, my slogan, uh, I'll put it up to the camera if you can see. Uh, yeah. Every day is training day. So every day is an opportunity and that training can be mental stimulation through reading. It could be the speaking itself. It could be networking with people. It could be being in the present moment wherever I am and understanding that all these parts are connected to that ultimate, that ultimate story, that ultimate purpose of really 
you know, from a very spiritual side, being a vessel. That's what I'm here to do. I'm here to be a vessel of his word, of his light. And even using the term like amazing, which I've had moments where I doubted, well, can I say so amazing? But no, as a man, think of in his heart, so is he. So if I believe and I know that I'm amazing and I can share that same love with others so they know we're amazing, all we're doing is creating more amazing people across the globe. I love it. I love it. And and that re probably resonates with a lot of young men because I know you work with men, young men, and that whole, um, you know, masculine type of mentoring and mindset. Share with us a little bit about that because I think that that's really important for people to understand that um, we all learn and connect and, and get guidance from people who look like us, sound like us, experience things similar to us. And that sounds like it's very, very powerful. So tell us about some of those things you do with, with young men. Absolutely. So I did a project with Cornell University and the CDC in New York State where we surveyed sixth to eighth grade young men on healthy masculinity. And for me, I was not only a data coordinator collecting surveys and, and going to different schools, but I also was a facilitator. And when I was a facilitator with that group of, uh, they were sixth grade boys, sixth grade young men, it was so, to sit down at the table with students, it's not about I'm here, you're there, and creating this facade saying that we're so separate, we're together. We're just at different stages of this game called life. But to sit down and share vulnerable moments and hear their vulnerable moments of what it's like to be uh, a black boy, a black man in America, or just, just to be a man in general in the new world. It was such a beautiful feeling for me because to them, I'm Sir Amazing. But Sir Amazing knows what it's like to be bullied. Sir Amazing knows what it's like to feel like you have to be defensive to prove your strength. Sir Amazing knows what it's like to, I'm in this situation and I'm very uncomfortable. So I'm, I may move with the crowd just so people don't look at me differently. So I, th those type of, of scenarios and situations, especially now with the social media world that has taken over, I really look forward to sharing like, hey, when I was in college, I was in the, I was doing things in the DMs that aren't the wisest things to do. And I felt that the next day, you think in that moment, oh, let me just do this. And then the next day when you have to see these people and then the word spreads in a small school, like all those different things play a role. So the, those are just a few examples of, um, to me, the value of, of having that, that connection i don't want to say mentorship it's more about that connection like mm -hmm. we're just at different stages of the game mm -hmm. yeah and i think it's so important and you can very you can very clearly see where there are gaps um for our young people and i think one of the things that attracted me to the work that you're doing is that you are filling those gaps and i just i applaud you for that because there aren't enough people who look like you sound like you have your experiences willing to use those God-given gifts that they have to fill those gaps. And, and that's what you're, and that's what you're called to do. And you are a hero for those kids. And I just, I just, I love the, I love the fact that you've stepped into it and you own it and you turn it into a thing and, and you're sharing it with the world. And so 
um, transitioning a little bit more, what what other kinds of things that you, do you do? I know you've got a best-selling book. I know you've got some other projects. You, you, you're working with kids. You work with teachers and educators. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, so I, I really want to, and I've really been focusing more on working with students and, and getting at really of all ages through, through college, even because I think conversations are necessary. And like you said, like I'm aware that Part of my blessing is my presence. So when I walk in a room, there's a presence that comes and I can adjust to whatever that crowd is. But honestly, I'm also wrapping up my master's in creativity change and leadership, which just shifted my entire life from, from stepping into the office two summers ago to learning skills on how to think and just shifting the verbiage when we we're approaching a problem, mm. how that can just change the whole mind. It's just, it shifted everything for me. Like my whole life changed since being a part of that program. Um, really, it's really about the, the speaking and getting out the message. I've, I've done sermons. Um, I'm really planning on doing some, amplifying some more things on social media and sharing stories. I'm a social media master as well. I have a company that helps businesses grow through Instagram specifically. So all those parts to me, are connected because essentially even with Instagram, right? It's really about showing people how amazing and telling that story of the why you want to support or purchase a product from this company. Yeah. Yeah. And that's right. And social media can, and we talk about this all the time on this show. Um, sometimes I have entrepreneurs, sometimes I have media specialists, digital media specialists, and that's it. If you are Regardless if you've written an ad that's published in a newspaper or you're doing social media or even maybe even, uh, you know, an article about branding, the reality is if you are being genuinely authentic and communicating in a clear way that helps people solve a problem, you're going to be successful. And, and it sounds like you've taken that to all those different levels um, and not everyone has found the way to do that. And I love that program that you're doing. It sounds great. That sounds like a phenomenal master's degree, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. It, it is absolutely just, it's very encouraging that when you're in a room or on a Zoom, better yet, with people that have their different spheres of influence, but the passion and the mindset is the same. Mm -hmm. So we're okay. I may focus on healthy masculinity or building people up through motivation and inspiration. This person is an art teacher who's focusing on implementing that same type of philosophy for their art students. Like that to me is um, lion's hand with lion's iron sharpens iron. So that's probably one of the best assets of the program, but also really defining what it means to be a leader in the modern world. Because I think there was a, there was a time where like, I respect, like as a, from an athletic standpoint, I do believe Michael Jordan is one of the greatest leaders of all time. That philosophy will not always work. And that doesn't mean that's bad. I'm not gonna say, oh, he was a tyrant. No, six for six speaks for himself. <laughs> but in 2021, you can have that same intensity in different areas. And this program really, really deep dives deep into all the different aspects of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. And I love that you've incorporated that into your work because not everyone is willing to to adjust. And we saw a lot of that during COVID. I mean, we, you referenced it earlier. Um, some people really had to change the way they do business and they had to grow their network outside of it. This podcast was, came out of COVID. I, it, I mean, that's that's really how we've been able to connect. And so being able to 
use those philosophies, harness them and own them in this new space is really what it's all about. And it sounds like that's exactly what you've done. Exactly. And what, so for anybody out there who hasn't read this book, I read this pre-COVID, Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss. The Four Hour Work Week was the entire game plan on how to operate through COVID, but I don't know if many people were aware of it. I literally read that book in August of 2019, and it changed the way I approach things forever. So um, I don't have any contract with Tim Ferriss, but I just put that yeah, out there. No, <laughs> I agree. I agree. That book has been referenced on this show several times. I'll make sure we <laughs> add it to the show notes as well. So I, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. We've had to pivot. That was the word for 18 months. And now we're trying to figure out what's next. What's exactly. next? What's next? So tell us, okay, I know we're getting close to time, but let's let's tell people how to work with you. Tell us about what you're up to. Let's get to the good stuff because I know we got people primed. Oh, yeah. So here's how you find me. The first place to find me is Instagram. So if you sir amazing on Instagram, you'll catch me because I actually have a, a few different interviews coming up that you can see on IG Live. Um, and I run some Instagram lives myself called Overcoming overcoming your demons every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Tune in. This is like a spiritual adventure of just releasing whatever is in my heart. And when it comes to all the services, as you can see on the screen, SirAmazing.com, where you can find the information on the social media side and little information on my background, more uh, the book, and then most importantly, where you can find all the speaking services and all the different topics, because there's so many, there's just there's so many pieces of information. It's like, I just want, I want to share this with as many people as I can and, and, and yeah. help people maximize who they're supposed to be. I, absolutely. Absolutely. And so the book, uh, before we wrap up, I want to make sure, tell us the title of the book again, and it's available on Amazon. Tell us yes. where to get it because if yes. you haven't gotten this book, folks, you have got to get this book. And I'll tell you, if you bring Sir Amazing to your organization, whether it's a school district, a university, or it is a corporation, you also want the book, right? Because they, they can be companion pieces and let's bring the whole show. You know, let's do it. Absolutely. The book is titled Everyone Needs a Hero. Why can't it be you? <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah, yes. that's where you can get it. And it's on Amazon, right? It's, it's on Amazon when you so my my favorite page on my website is actually sarahmazing.com slash books. Got it. That's where it has 12 books that I recommend everybody read. We're talking the alchemist. We're talking the seven laws of spiritual success by Deepak Chopra. We're talking as a man thinking by James Allen, a book I think you will really like is uh, Wired That Way. I can't remember the name of the author, but she, the way she breaks down personality types and how she wraps the book at the end is just is super inspiring. So Love that's it. where you can find all the info on the book. Great. All right. Well, this has been fantastic. You gave us exactly what we needed. You know, we, we have to transition sometimes and remember to live in purpose. And hearing stories like yours and seeing such a successful young man living in purpose, you were given a gift and you are a miracle. You absolutely are. And what you're doing for kids is, is phenomenal. So I just thank you so much for being on the show. It's been such an honor. Definitely honor. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, everyone who's tuned in. I, I just got to say one thing before I go. Please. Yeah. I recently had to do this for myself. But next time you're feeling some doubts, the next time you're feeling like, uh, a stressful and anxious situation write a love letter to yourself mm. write a love letter 
to yourself. Because when I wrote mine, the line that stood out to me is, I'm amazing because I'm Amy. Not because I'm Sir Amazing. And someone said to me, think about it from this aspect. I think it's amazing that Amy wants to be Sir Amazing. It's everyone that's on their, their journey, serving their purpose, and, and, and just trying to figure this thing called life out. When you write that love letter, and you may need to do it over and over again. You just put yourself in a place of appreciation, gratitude, and humility that helps you serve your purpose and help serve the rest of the world. Yes. Yes. I'm going to take your advice. That's exactly what I'm going to do today because that's what I needed. I knew we needed a little something on the show and that's what we needed. <clears throat> so with that, we are going to go ahead and wrap up folks. Again, if you have not gone to his website, go to his website. We've had phenomenal comments on Facebook. So we're going to go back and read those and respond to those. If you're watching on the replay, um, I may, and I will definitely go back and connect with you guys. So thank you, sir. We so much appreciate you. You were amazing. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the amazing interview. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Well, with that, guys, we are wrapping up this episode of Saturday Sandbites. I have got to tell you, this was exactly what we needed. We needed to get refocused. We need to remember what we're, what it is we're doing. We're all here launching a new school year. I know a lot of parents who have brick and mortar businesses are sending their kids to school. Some of them are doing virtual still and we're all in different places. But at the end of the day, we have got to get focused, take a breath, write yourself that love letter. That's exactly what I'm going to do. And let's remember why it is we're all here so we can get through all of this together. So I am sending you lots of positive energy and light and I will see you next time.